So just just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your link to the Teesside region. Well, um, I was born in Stockton-on-Tees, but I actually spent my childhood in Turkey and my dad is Turkish Cypriot and my mum's Geordie. So I'm very mixed up, but um, I've been living here for the last eight years now in Middlesbrough. Um, and then I only started getting involved in the music side of things two, two years ago. Um, yeah, so it's, it's quite new really. I, I always thought that nobody was really interested in my music. And then I sent, I was making a, a musical film and I was having imposter syndrome and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll send some music into BBC introducing and if they play it, then it'd be kind of make me feel better about doing this musical. And to my absolute surprise, they played my track. And then I got the bug for actually wanting to sort of go down the music route a bit more. Just when you made the, the musical that was based in Stoke, you did it in Stokesy, didn't you? And yes. Yeah, we yeah. made a feature film musical and it was, it was shot um, in Westerdale and Stokesley area. And actually in this, this room that I'm in now, which you can't see, but we turned this whole thing into a set. So it became like the indoor scenes, which was... I'm never doing it again. So much work. <laughs> I can't believe it was on Amazon Prime when we searched it up. We'll have to give it yeah. a little watch. And there's like rave reviews for it as well, like oh. all four and five stars. Oh, people you. seem to be really happy <laughs> with it. What yep. um, what inspired you to enter the music industry? Um, well, as I said, it was kind of I think putting that. I I only sent the music in to make myself feel better about doing a musical. And thinking if they liked it or if, if it got played once, then I can have more sort of security in like making a musical. And then um, once it got on and they started playing more of my tracks and I did like a couple of live sessions, I just really started to enjoy it and realised that it was something I wanted to do, was to actually put my music out there and sort of have more people listen to it. Yeah, I got a bug for it. <laughs> Could you tell us a bit about your the ideas and feelings behind your music? Yeah, um, a lot of them are about identity and belonging and because most of my life I've struggled with not feeling like I fit in anywhere and that's to do with being from two different cultures and um, maybe sometimes looking different, having different pop culture references so I, I never feel like I actually belong so a lot of my songs are about belonging and like fantasy worlds and other worlds um, and they're also about just everyday life of struggling with relationships not just romantic relationships but friendships and things like that I try and do therapy <laughs> by writing the songs <laughs> I think we definitely I think we could definitely resonate with that we're both mixed race so yeah so yeah. we both definitely understand sometimes how you feel be, sometimes I think it can be really difficult. challenging you don't know what your identity is. is because you don't quite fit in with like the white people over here and you don't quite fit in with the Indians like for example for me fit with Indians if I go to India they're like oh you're a foreigner and you're like okay then yeah <laughs> yeah that's exactly exactly what I've experienced absolutely the same um I didn't fit in with Turkish Cypriots exactly in the culture and I, I don't quite fit into British culture so um and it's weird because you also create to identities you create or you you know you create like the ones that work with each one and then you're like well what am I <laughs> where's the real me <laughs> so I feel like with the songs I'm often searching for who I really am and it sort of you know goes between all these different identities yeah which song would you say most goes with that like trying to find your true identity 
I don't think I've written one specifically about that feeling, but the one that probably encapsulates that the most is Winter's Coming. Um, and I actually had never heard of Game of Thrones when I wrote that song. <laughs> I didn't, didn't know anything about the winter, because everybody wrote to me, it was like, are you trying to like run off the back of Game of Thrones? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the title is entirely like random, but um, it was the first time I wrote a song where I'd always split my audience, like I'd write a Turkish song in Turkish and then an English one in English. And I suddenly thought, why don't I just combine it and write a song that has both Turkish and English in it? And I was really nervous because I thought, well, the the English speaking people won't like the Turkish bit and the Turkish speaking people won't like the English bit. But I did it anyway. And it was really freeing because I thought, well, I am actually both. Um, so that one is probably, although it doesn't talk about the topic, it probably is the most the closest to what I struggle with in, in identity and belonging. Can you tell us about your track, Hammersmith and City Lines? Because when we were looking at that, we were like... I was like, what, what, why, is, what is Why that? exactly? Is yeah, that it must be, that? It must, I thought there must be a story behind this. Got yeah, to be. there is a story. Um, I, didn't actually, I didn't make a big deal about it because I was a little nervous to address it. Um, so I, I was... My period was late. <laughs> Sorry, guys. For whoever's listening, um, and it turned out that I, I, f I thought I might have been pregnant, and I wasn't trying, and I wasn't interested in really having a baby or anything like that. Um, but um, I took a, a test, and it, it was positive. And then a few days later, I had this most horrific time of the month I've ever had, and I realised that I, th I think I'd had a really early miscarriage. And what was interesting about that was I, it, all the feelings that came with it, like because I, I wasn't really interested in having children, I didn't expect to feel anything. And then I felt so sad. I felt like I'd lost something. And it was that kind of like, how could I feel sad about losing something I never had? And um, it was the first time I'd really written something that personal and that open in a song. And I started reading all these stories about women who'd had miscarriages and I thought it was so sad that they felt they couldn't talk about it, especially when it was really early, because a lot of people don't consider it a, th a thing. And, and medically, mm -hmm. they're very kind of like, well, it wasn't actually even a pregnancy almost. They talk about it like that. And so I wanted to write a song. It wasn't actually for me. I was hoping that at some point it might be a voice for the women who felt they, they couldn't talk about it. And I didn't talk I didn't actually when I put the song out there I didn't talk about it because I, I felt like I wasn't in a position to like it was so so early that I you know there are women who've had that so much later in their pregnancy but that's where it came from it was about all those feelings of you know were you weren't you and I tried to hide the reason it's called Hammersmith and City Lines was the color so the underground and, and the pink <laughs> and the pregnancy test so I was trying to find a way to sort of code the song but yeah, that, that's where it came from. So there is a story behind it. Thank you for sharing such a, yeah, thanks for a sharing personal that. story with us. It can't have been easy, especially considering this has gone out on the radio. Yeah, well, I think it's more about, I want other women who maybe feel they've been silenced and not able to talk about it to feel that they can. And, you know, maybe listen to that song and just have, have somebody who felt the same for a little bit. That I'm sure sense. there's someone out yeah. there that'll resonate and probably appreciate that. A message. lot of women go through that and it's not spoken about, so I think it's no, quite it's not. powerful yeah. that you've spoken about that. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think you're right in saying that, like, yeah. it's still very yeah, taboo. it is very. I think it is very taboo. Yeah, 
And how has your Turkish Cypriot background inspired your music? Would you say? Ooh. Um, well, there's some pop songs, pop singers, um, one particular called Tarkan, who like I loved and so I think some of that type of music has worked its way into into my music, a lot of drum heavy stuff and a lot of bass. Um, and then folk, Turkish folk music as well. I kind of sometimes mix it in. I don't know really. I think it's in there sometimes, but it's not always like massively there. <laughs> oh, I guess the emotion. I the like Turkish songs and Turkish folk, they write like such deep feelings. Like probably what people in the UK might think was a bit over the top, <laughs> but I just run with it. <laughs> so like anything I feel I I write. So that's maybe where the influence comes from. <laughs> How has COVID affected the fact that obviously you haven't been able to perform live this year? Um for me, it's actually been quite positive um because and I appreciate that is not the same for everybody, but for me, I'm a real introvert and I actually really struggle with live performances. I get so nervous that it, it, it actually hinders my ability to perform. And I think I needed this time to just, I've really enjoyed just cocooning away and writing, just writing loads of songs and finding kind of that depth to them as well without the worry of, oh, I've got to go and perform and I get so stressed. I mean, I don't know if other people do. A lot of singers and songwriters I talk to they don't seem to get stressed to the level I do when performing um they really love the buzz but for me it's it takes so much energy so I've actually enjoyed the break from it but I am looking forward to getting back to it at some point <laughs> yeah it's been um I think a, a lot of people think that musicians are very extroverted but I I, I read somewhere that Freddie Mercury is actually really introverted yeah and had a lot of anxiety about going on stage yeah I think uh, I think so. Well, I always say like the reason I started writing songs was that I couldn't really connect in a big group. So I would like hide away and write a song. And I think most people must start like that. So the idea of actually standing in front of a bunch of people waiting for you to, to sing is like, ah. <laughs> so um, yeah, it, it's, um, it's been good in some ways, but um, I will say that, you know, it hasn't been a breeze. It's been terrifying. Um, sort of just going through this I, can't, I still can't believe we're living through a pandemic I, I said yesterday I just can't believe it's happening <laughs> no I don't think anyone's no. expected to be going through a second no. lockdown right now we we launched a show in June and we've been to one live performance yeah and since then we haven't been to any at all and we obviously thought throughout the later on in the year we would be able to but the yeah. plan was to be able to see like the artists that we obviously we have we like we to support. call them like our little tea stick family like we thought we'd get to go see everyone and and support them in person, but hasn't hasn't been quite the same. But no. hopefully, at some point, maybe in twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. Twenty twenty two. We'll finally get to go see oh. people perform. <laughs> um, it's difficult because you miss the connection. The one thing about live performance, which I think is important, is that connection with the audience, which you just can't get. As much as I would love it to be just from at home through my computer, I'd be perfectly happy if that was the rest of my life personally. But there is something about performing to people in person that's different. Um, and I think it, it's really important for that connection. Uh, tell us about any live performances that you've had in the area in the past or any appearances that you've had in the media, like any stations that you appeared on. Just, just, just rave about yourself a bit. 
Really, just plug yourself. <laughs> Take a moment to just plug yourself. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, well, one of the one of the great experiences I got was I think it was was it last year? I think yeah, it was 2019. I got to do Twisterella um, in one of the little pop up sessions, and I think it was at the the Bottle Note. Is that the name of the pub? Yeah. Um, and it was really surreal because it's such a small venue that. I was kind of standing near the window and then honestly when we got there there was like two three people and I was like oh <laughs> and then just before the performance it just everybody started crowding into this tiny space and they were like you know less than a meter away from me and I was having to and I really have eye contact and like smile at people so it was really weird with all these people just standing super close to my face and I was smiling and playing and yeah it was very weird <laughs> but it was an amazing experience having like having that being able to perform to just people I didn't know who'd come to, to listen um, and I also got to perform at Mella which was um really good on like an open stage outside I really enjoyed that I think I really enjoy performing outside in the open air um mm. but the weather doesn't always um you know allow for that here <laughs> no it doesn't um if you've got any favorite Tayside <laughs> artists that you you personally like listening to or you've seen live or do you have a top three maybe a top three yeah yes yes um or oh, top three um off the top of my head straight away Amelia Coburn I absolutely love her um, on with the ukulele <laughs> and um, she's just come out with a, a new single called Dublin Serenade which is absolutely beautiful it's funny because I saw her at Orange Pit Market I don't know how many years ago and I wasn't performing live and I wasn't really doing music in, in, in the way I'm trying to now and um, me and my husband walked past and I just got entranced by her and stopped and started listening and um, that was the moment I thought oh like she's amazing and I really I love her sound and then it, it kind of put this little thing in me oh I wish I could do that too <laughs> so I don't think she knows that but she sort of inspired me um, as well just seeing her perform um, and then I also love Mood Bay the the electro pop duo um, I really really love the stuff they're coming out with and then my mind has gone blank. So you're just getting two That's today. Because <laughs> I can't think of no, anyone don't, else. Don't worry about me. Two, two is fine. We're happy with that, aren't we? Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, I've seen Amelia live and I completely agree with you. When she has a ukulele, it's it's definitely, it's something different, but I, I she she is she is good. And we played Mood Bay a couple of times, haven't we? Yeah, the second that we spotted Mood Bay, we just had to play them. Yeah. I could imagine them being in the UK top 40, like the... It's just great, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah, absolutely, um, brilliant. Yeah, any yeah. any upcoming music or any news for the fans out there? I know my mum is one of them, so yeah. Well, <laughs> she loves oh, you. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> Thank she you. listens to the show every week. She's like one of ten listeners. <laughs> she, oh. um, <laughs> she like the second she heard your music, she said, I really like her. I really like her. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Um, yeah, I've got um, a new single. Um, Le Piste Teron coming out on the 27th of November and then I've also got um, a Christmas single coming out um, on the 4th of December so um, those are the two main ones that I, I want to probably plug um, yeah uh, that's that's kind of it 
We'll definitely have to give that yeah. Christmas single a spin. We were talking we? about that last night about people releasing Christmas music so we can do a Christmas theme show. We're but we're quite thinking, keen. will there be enough tracks? Yeah, we're quite keen <laughs> to do like a Christmas theme show at some point. So we'll definitely include that one. Oh, I hope so. That would be amazing. Lastly, what's it like to be part of the Teesside music scene? How have you found it? The support and just being part of the kind of Tees music family? Yeah, I'm really new to it. As I said, I feel like when I sent in my track, I didn't know any... I knew one singer-songwriter um, in Darlington, and that was it, and I didn't know anybody really existed. I didn't really, you know, um, ha- I hadn't met them. Um, but I've, I think it's been amazing just sort of through BBCT's introducing as well and kind of like that from there then being able to play at these venues and like word of mouth and people being really kind genuinely like they're so inviting and welcoming so um but I still feel very new to it and it's funny like it feels like it just started and then everything shut down so I can't really uh get out there and and uh, meet people to the extent I'd like to but um yeah it's it's a really warm welcoming scene they're very very good at um, encouraging each other and lifting each other up, which I think is really nice. I don't. Th- I I can't believe that you're only two two years of, of making music. To be honest, yeah. I thought you'd been doing it for years. I mean, I had I have been doing it for years, but I'd never. Um, you know, I started writing music when I was ten, but I hadn't really pursued it in that way. I just hadn't really tried. Um, so, if that makes sense, but I have. And what I mean is that it feels like you've been like a, an established artist for quite a while, like your sound is very refined and your lyrics are very refined and yeah the quality of the music i think and the the lyrics it kind of speaks to someone who's had years of experience yeah, of being an established artist no, i think... we wouldn't have thought that you had only just started yeah yeah thank you um i suppose that's because i'd been quietly you know doing music production on my own i had like the software and the stuff so i was just doing it and doing it but i just wasn't really sending it it, it never got anywhere i never um, and I guess when BBC Introducing started as well, I was abroad, so I wouldn't have been able to send stuff in and I didn't know about it. So I guess moving here, you know, and kind of becoming aware of those things um, enabled me to, to share it with people. But yeah, I, I've been doing it a long time, just probably not the way the industry expects you to, just by myself, quietly. <laughs> even your even your voice, I think, is very unique. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, for the area, like I don't think that we've found anyone else that has that kind of sound. All the all the influences that you have in your music, yeah. Oh, thank so you. we're really chuffed to be able to get yeah. an interview with you. To be honest, we didn't think we'd manage Definitely. it, did we? <laughs> we didn't think we'd manage it. <laughs> One last question: How important do you think it is, like um, shows like ours and BBC Introducing, to help artists in the area? How important do you think them type of platforms are? I think it's really important. Um, I mean, to be honest, if if for someone like me, if there's nowhere to send it that I know it's going to be played, it kind of diminishes. I mean, I, I'll still write music, but it it adds so much to know that there's a platform that are going to put it out there that's local um, and that kind of know everybody as well. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. And I think writing music and making music is so lonely. Um, and so isolated that it's just really nice to have local platforms and communities that are there to support it and encourage. I think it really helps musicians massively because we don't really get a lot of encouragement. You kind of 
make the music, you put it out there and you're like, do people like it? Do people hate it? <laughs> so yeah, things like that. I, I believe they're really important. That was important. like that's when we started yeah. the show. <laughs> that was like yeah. that's when we were starting the show. <laughs> yeah, sort of going out into nowhere, mm. not knowing what people think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we started off like that and not really knowing whether the the music scene, the local music scene would accept us or whether we'd make contacts or have listeners. Yeah. And, and now we're just very grateful for everyone who's involved with few our months, show. A few months in and I think we're doing, we're doing well. You know, we both do it on our own and I think I'm quite proud of what we've achieved. Very proud honest. of it, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, we'll mention it to anyone who'll listen to us talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice to interview you. Thank you so much for your time. And Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.